We're the Essex Green, and you are listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. One, two, three. We're Radio 8 Ball. Give us a shake. We're in the studio, template, putting questions to the songs, which are randomly selected with the help of our friend Synchronicity. Who is Synchronicity? I got Synchronicity. Well, we're Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. We're Radio Did that hurt? Did that hurt anybody? Is anyone, everyone okay? And welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, here at Starburns Industries in Burbank, California, where we're beset by floods, storms of historical magnitude, and yet we all made it to the studio. Here we are with Willie Wisely and his friend, Dan Kalish. Kalisher. Kalisher, sorry. Sorry about that, Dan Kalisher. Anyway, you've been playing some great music, inviting some wonderful people to join us on Radio 8 Ball. Say hi to the folks, Willie. Hi, folks, and hi, Jim fellows. Oh, you pre-introduced him. You didn't even, all of a sudden, here he is. He was invisible, and suddenly he, he, he manifested right here before us. Jim Fellows, welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Jim. Thanks, Andres. How are you? I'm great. I'm hanging out here. I'm hanging out with Willie Wisely. How, how could it be any better? That's a, that's a fact. Yes. So, <laughs> uh, so I was hanging. I was. I was. He was regaling us with tales of the wise fellows, and I was just wondering, maybe you could tell us, you or Willie could tell us, how you two got to know each other and about this band that almost never was. <laughs> well, Willie probably tells it nicer than I do. <laughs> I want to know your version. <laughs> So, my my version uh, in eighth grade. Um, which which grade? I was. I, I'm sorry. Which grade? I'm sorry. You broke up. Ninth grade. Ninth. I think it was ninth grade. Yes. Um, I was uh, in a band with uh, a couple other guys, and we were uh, trying out for our junior high a talent show, and uh, I, I drew the short straw to sing Freebird. And it, you probably don't know that song, Andres, but um, it was a pretty popular song. Back I in the, in the am <laughs> probably older than you are, Jim. So. <laughs> We're all old here. We all are so, old enough to know that terrible song. So, so I am up there. Uh, I, I, it goes well. And then uh, we get to our, our first performance in front of the, the student body. And halfway through the song, I completely freeze up. I'm just dead in the tracks. And we have a second show that we have to do in front of uh, the rest of the, the the crew. And and Willie is 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 in the wings, um, running uh, lights or sound or doing something really important. And and I'm like Willie, Bill, I'm really nervous about this. He's like, well, let me come out and join you. So he comes out. 
does a fin- phenomenal job and 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 thus the wise fellows were born it was out of my ineptitude that uh that it all came about it was uh, it was it was a beautiful moment it's like the weird sort of the nice version of the keith moon joins the who story you know about that like keith moon showed up at a who concert drunk and dressed in this ginger outfit with the ginger which is hey with his hair all red and gingery and his hat and he was all drunk and the he said i can play drums better than that fucker and they was like well try it and he came up and he destroyed Dougie Sandin's drum kit and they hired him. <laughs> now that this is a much nicer story. Exactly the same. This is much nicer. Is where you're on stage and you're not you're not you're feeling like I'm not pulling my weight, but instead of Willie showing you up, Willie swooped in like Han Solo and saved the day. You really did. It was phenomenal. Wow. Willie, do 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 you remember this? No, no, I don't remember we, any of, of that. I, isn't that so funny? I bet you remember all of the embarrassing and terrible things from high school and not the heroic, wonderful things. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember um, shaming my parents at that performance, actually, <laughs> because, well, first of all, I, 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 there's no way I got up on stage and like yeah. new Freebird lyrics, yes. or maybe I did. Yes, you did. Maybe I have to come, you know, confess. Except the fact that you, um, I uh, had met Freebird would memorized this up? before I was even a musician. <laughs> but yeah, Jim, you know, you and Jeff Baker got me playing guitar. I met you guys in well, I met Jeff in third grade, but I met Jim. I think I met you in '77 in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And wait, I got to jump in here. Did you just say, did you call him Bill? Did you say that back in the day you used to call him Bill? Because you, you sort of fl- slipped there. You were like, hey, Will, I mean, Bill, Did back in the day, did we call Willie Wisely Bill? Are we getting a, a scoop here? But, well, I didn't mean to, to let out any secrets, <laughs> but uh, in, his, in his stage of performing, um, he may have been known as, as Bill. Um, Bill in, Wisely? In years. Yes. Uh, Willie's a stage name. Yeah, no, Bill that. and William, and that's all. It's fair. It's all fair game, you know. You know, if your name is Thomas, you can call yourself Tommy. It's not a stage name. That's just a nickname. It's okay. Most people go from the Willie to the William as they get more mature, or Bill. But you just you went the other way. You went from like being normal old Bill to this to Willie. The sort of it's like a what is it? Like Willie Wisely is like a comic book character. Well, you know what was uncomfortable is Willie Wisely is a good. Showbiz name. It's a great showbiz name. And it's just name. sitting there, and you can't just leave that on the table. But the problem was, is that in the years that I wanted to convert to that, a part of our a, a, a dear friend of mine, Willie Zorn, was in our group, and it just felt a little weird to take your friend's name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was very uncomfortable. Just tell him to change his name to Zilly. <laughs> Zilly Zorn and Willie Wisely. Now that's a. Yeah, and he was in. You know, we were in a band together. On top of that, so if you like, could get, dude, I'm taking your name. If you could get a double X name and a double Y name in that band, <laughs> Willie Wisely, Xine Xenka, and Yurtly Yurtson, <laughs> and then Zilly uh, Zorn. That's a that is a totally hilarious uh, Doctor Seuss band. <laughs> you could do a Doctor Seuss cover band with that. Sorry, Jim. We we our flights of fancy have taken us off course here. Uh, is, is it is it possible, Andres, for me to share my my favorite uh, Willie Wisely story from our youth? Um, I only you can gauge the possibility of that, but you have it's, free reign. I I, I think that it will uh, 
give uh, just a hint to the artistry that became Willie Wisely. When when we were growing up, um, and we would, our group of friends would get together in the summertime and uh, do things that uh, guys would do in the summer to pass the time. Um, I would be responsible to call Willie and see if he wants to join us. And every so often, I would call his house. And by the way, Willie's parents are the coolest people in the world. We're already and, aware of Willie's mom's crush on you. He already told us about, bragged about that, how much she loves you. So um, so I would call and I'd be like, hi, Mrs. Wisely. Uh, this is Jim. I was wondering if, if, if we could, if, if Bill was available to hang out. To which her response on occasion would be, oh, I'm really sorry, Jim. But he's doing his Beatles A through Z right now, which literally meant that at the age of like 14 or 15, Willie would sit down with his albums and go through the Beatles A through Z and would not have any contact with people for several days. (laughs) God, Uh, help. uh, You need somebody? I, I need help, yeah. Not just anybody? No. Oh, but very good. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I mean, you can't. You don't even know it. You you brainwashed yourself so thoroughly that you speak. You don't know this, Willie, but you speak only in Beatles lyrics. Oh, oh, I screamed help. Yeah. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> God. Oh, mother. Oh, no. I would end up getting together with our friends and be like, well, well did, you call, did you call Bill? And I said, yeah, he's doing his Beatles thing. They're like, well, where's he at? I said, well, his mom just heard in my life. And they're like, oh, man. (laughs) In my life, Jim, you are in my life, definitely. Oh. That's awesome. That is what it's just like this is not the days of playlists, people. This is the days of LPs. So oh. Willie had to take first of all, he had, he had to and this is something I know about Willie. He is great at keeping lists and databases. So first of all, the fun of that must have been him creating the database oh, yeah. that listed the songs in order and then the albums that next to them so that he could have the next letter queued up because you don't want to have a lot of time in between whatever i, I did it on all a, my loving and what would be uh, do you uh, do you know this about yeah do i have it memorized <laughs> i no longer have it memorized about uh, all together now all together <laughs> yes don't fuck with me <laughs> <laughs> so wow that is that you know, and that was not. That, there were no computers back in '77. I, I did that on a cursive typewriter. I typed <laughs> it out, and it was about eight pages long on a cursive typewriter. Oh, a cursive typewriter. What does that mean? That, that it types in cursive? Yeah. I never seen such a thing. Really? Yeah. Look. Yeah. Look it up. Wow. Wow. Okay. This is that's. I've heard a lot of stories about Beatles fanaticism, but that is both sort of the most, the cutest and the most obsessive. That's really fantastic. But I, I have a s- different but similar memory that I was just that I, that I came across when I was at my mom's house recently. I, I had probably like 15 different versions of the song My Generation on different Who bootlegs. And I took, I basically made a mix using a cassette player. It would be like, cut to another song. And so I went from one version to another. And it was the same kind of thing. I must have spent hours and hours and then throwing away cassettes oh i didn't i missed one beat so 
<laughs> so I guess that this is what this is what it was like before phone before before iPhones. People, we used to have real fun. <laughs> I, Andres, I just have to interject here that last night again, when I was practicing and choosing songs for this, I would play "Sleep." Or I would play through any window or whatever we're gonna play next, and at the end I'd get to the last chord, and I'd go. <laughs> People try to put us every song last night that I rehearsed, and I know you, and I know you're a yeah. fan. Yeah. But why would I've done that after every song? And there's no hyperbole, no nothing going on here. I did that after rehearsing every song. That last is. Night. That is crazy. This, you're, this show is screwing with me. It's just weird. Well, it's, the thing is, you know, but the, what, tapping my blood. This is what's crazy Plasma. is that this show is just like it's like cutting into like putting a, 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 a cup in the river like that level of synchronicity is going on all the time. You're having these crazy things. It's just that rarely do we sit down and unpack them and get to spend hours like focusing on the music but if you did the, i feel like if you did this well I, it's my experience i do this with people all the time mm -hmm. and if you make the time to focus on it thing these patterns emerge i mean and also you and i have a lot of connections so i feel like we've put in a lot of just psychological sync time so it makes sense that our version of this would have a particular personal potency like we'd have we're having personal synchronicities around this um but you know now we just now we're just making this about us and jim's just sitting in the corner like Hi, wondering jim. was this did this happen in high school did willie didn't Willie monopolize the friendships <laughs> did bill sorry was his did his charisma overwhelm overwhelm things back then even then willie um was uh the charming one in our group so if if there was any women to be had um it it was it was willie's to take and and the rest of us um had to suffer along until he left the room he's a charming lad yeah these were these were different times <laughs> god if we could only tell the full story there oh, oh let's not unfit for any era yes particularly this one yes yes so uh well jim i feel like we've we've shot the proverbial shit long enough and it's time to get down to your question for the pop oracle what do you have for us well considering um the beginning of the wise fellow due to my ineptitude and my clumsiness and considering the fact that um there are physicists who have this whole theory of uh, multiverses and where every choice that could be made that there's multiple there's different realities that are going on based on different how different choices turned out. My question for the Oracle is, if, if I hadn't blown it and brought Willie out, what would Willie's career be today? Would he be in a different career? Is he in a different career in a different alternate universe? Or is his talent and his genius just like an avalanche that was just waiting for the right thing to, and it was just going to happen no matter what? Okay, so in just to be clear, so if you hadn't made that mistake on stage at the beginning that began the Wise Fellows, right? Would the timeline have gone different? Would Willie have found himself just Bill Wisely working at some job at on some suburb suburb of Minneapolis, or? Was uh, was he always destined to be this version of Willie exactly. Wisely? Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. 
Wow, that's heavy. Is Jim. that right? That right for that's you? Very sweet of you. It's well, uh, it, we'll get in. There's already a synchronicity there. But now, uh, to engage the pop oracle on that question, I'm going to spin the wheel of eight. Na 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 na. Oh, we love I knew it. Song knew number it. seven, California. Seven. We've been talking about seven, baby. Well, I suppose seven is a number on your wheel. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Dan, Dan Kalisher, my, my just absolutely my idol on the pedal steel and guitar. Uh, what key is the song in? It's in the key of B. B. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Nah. Two, three, four. California's killing me. She's outside waiting in a Cherokee. Wasted hours on a Ouija board. I've got more friends here than I can afford. Maybe for tonight, green lights will arrive down sunset. Jumped into a dream and drove up to the beach almost. Don't let clouds stop us now, cause I adore. Exactly how I pictured us Hanging out beside the golden door There's something missing here I can't ignore Well, no one understands Your circle's in the sand like me Jumped into a dream And drove up to the beach Almost don't
And that was California from Willie Wisely and Dan Kalisher Ramalamadam Dong. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Kalisher. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just figured I figured last time I cut it off early, I figured this time I go a little bit longer. <laughs> the official extension. So and that was the answer to Jim Fellow's question. Like in the alternate universe where he did not have his free bird meltdown and need the services of Willie Wisely in a situation that Willie Wisely himself does not even remember and may and even challenges the, the veracity of. But if that hadn't happened, would Willie Wisely be the Willie Wisely we know, the, the internationally moderately known musician that he is? The most unimportant, <laughs> imp, no, the most important unimportant musician ever. Yes, yes. We, uh, <laughs> there's many who, can lay, who may lay claim to that title, but a few live it out as fully as Willie Wisely. But... Would he be the Willie Wisely we are able, we are here enjoying the music of were it not for that meltdown? And uh, so uh, I have some ideas about that. But, Willie, tell us a little bit about the background of this song. First of all, where do you get such an original title? Uh, ouch, <laughs> Sorry. Ouch. Yeah. You know what? Oh, God, you totally called me out because uh, Linda Good and I, a, a Los Angeles-based singer-songwriter, very talented, um, awesome writing partner. Um, she and I got together uh, for a mercenary songwriting appointment for, yeah. for television show. Oh, yeah. And it needed to be about California. So, the A-team. Yes. Yeah, mercenaries. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we started uh, with with uh, something unoriginal in our heart and just came up with something much more oh, e- I love epic that. and artistic. And I that, love that. And that wasn't worthy of, or that television was not worthy of. I so think. you decided to keep it? Was it that it got turned down or was it that you decided to just not submit it? We Yeah, we did not submit it. You're like, yeah, you like this too much. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I, okay. I fell in love with it. I put it on my Wisely record that came out in two, uh, 2008. So now we have another. The song itself is it represents an alternate timeline. Because you wrote this song and you made the choice. The natural thing would have been to, you know, you get together to do something. The natural thing is to fulfill on it. But you stopped that natural, that timeline and created this other timeline by making that decision. So now we, okay, we're into the realm, we're into a realm of temporal rifts that, uh, that might boggle the mind of some, but I trust the Radio 8 Ball audience to get their mind around this, uh, this conundrum. But, uh, but Jim, what do you make of it? Well, I clearly, well, first of all, California is one of my favorite uh, Willie Wisely tunes. I want to state that for the record. Um, clearly, um, in an alternate uh, reality, um, Willie's an Amish potato farmer. That's That, that just <sighs> screams at me. <laughs> how did that, no, I, I uh, why, how did that, wait, where, where did you get the Amish potato farmer? Uh, I'm sometimes I think I'm funny, Andres. I, I <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I miss uh, you are. Why do you think my mom loved Jim so much? He was he's not Jewish, but he's good. He's good people. Why don't you hang out with him more, Billy? <laughs> Got it. So, no, I think clearly uh, under under any reality, uh, Willie uh, has to be Willie. So that's that's what I take from it. Well. Hold on, let me bring it up here for a second. Okay, so so let's let's get dig into this. So the song the the song is the answer to this question about alternate timelines, and so 
first of all, it starts off with this idea of California's killing me, uh, which when you wrote that, is it, I mean, was that was that the first line when you started writing? And so was that part of why you were like, this is not going to be. Right. This is not a commercial. <laughs> yeah, this is not the theme. That's of the not going to sell show. whatever mouthwash or whatever shit <laughs> yeah. you were trying to sell. California's killing me. Oh yeah, we're going to move a lot of margarine with this. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, I had this. So I guess, but what was it that was? So what was it that was happening in, with you and Linda when you were writing that made you feel like? I mean, is it just the artist thing of like, I hate Cal, like I, I'm here and I love it and this is the land of dreams, but it's also killing me and I have to get out? The, she's such a great musician, such a great piano player that she was throwing so many beautiful inversions and ideas at the song. It immediately became about like, you know, a non-commercial endeavor. I'm not sure if I'm answering your question, yeah. but but it just, she kept opening doors, uh, and, and, and I believe right away, California, I think our first decision was to, oh, California's a girl. Yeah, you know, oh, okay. So it's not a place. Oh, it's not a place. It's a, uh, yeah. so it's a person. She's killing me, and I'm outside waiting in a Cherokee, just, you know, what the F's going on in there, and, you know, yeah, so it, it sort of stemmed from there. Did I answer your question? No, no, no. That's good. That's good. So I guess I it, it does stretch my mind in terms of thinking about that question. But I, I guess where I'm just going to allow my mind to go where it goes and what I think of is how California being such a place about filming or record, documenting things. And I feel like it is, it's the documenting of – like documenting things creates a kind of reality that is not – like like the observed moment where where when we were talking about being Freudian earlier, the whole idea is that the neurosis is going on all the time. But the reason people freaked out was that Freud was like, "Hey, look at it." People like, "Ah, I don't want to look at it." But we have become a culture that is all and so much like now, Hollywood culture is everywhere. It's on our like everyone's a star. Everyone is creating these reality tunnels with the the face that we show our avatar that is different from so that we have all these splits going on all the time and i guess even the fact that the song itself that its story its origin story is about a fractured it's you know it take is a fractured timeline is just this thing of like that it's almost too complex well i guess if i if i would go back to the question i would think that i kind of agree with you jim that it's unlikely that that one particular thing could have, like that you said that this was this kid who spent days on end doing his Beatles A to Z trips, and I imagine you know probably playing some music with like, were you just listening, Willie, or you were also playing, or even if you're just mostly listening. Most, the Beatles inspired me to start playing. Right, so getting inspired to become the musician. I have a feeling that that probably had such a strong impact that 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 this situation that you're describing was probably not as consequential in Willie be, in Willie becoming Willie Wisely and not remaining just Bill. That's it, what I it, think. It, it, when I hear California, and this might be a completely wrong interpretation, um, when I first heard California, it 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 it, 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 it touched me like um, here's Willie has um, reached the pinnacle of what he can do in Minneapolis, and he's taken his his wife 
and moving out to California to chase his dream. And that's what the song makes me think of. And and so that's why I think that the Oracle is telling me that no matter what would have happened, Willie's going to be Willie. Well, and it chased him right back. And, uh, you know, you might end up being Bill. We- you might end up you might be Bill Wisely one of these days. <laughs> um, I, I, I think I agree with Jim because, I mean, the, the, the chorus, you know, jumped into a dream and drove, got to the beach almost. Don't let clouds stop you now because us now because I adore you. Mm-hmm. I want to fly. I want to float. I'm coming down the coast. Uh, what, what is it? I'm not a little dream here. I can't remember my own lyrics if I'm not singing them, if there's not a melody attached. So, yeah, I think the whole thing was fated to just bring me out here. And I mm-hmm. do, Jim touches on something uh, profound, which is, um, yeah, I, I just, I don't remember deciding to move to California. It just, like, it just seemed chosen and uh, and fated, and, and I'm so happy I did. But, no, anyway, enough about me. This is your show, Willie. It's uh, this is about you. This is your life, Willie Winesley. Your life of synchronicity. I just, but we do I'm, need to move on. We do need to get to, to get to get on to our next guest. People are arriving in the studio. Um, Jim, uh, it's been great having you here. I, you know, I do. I would like to. I would like to visit the alternate universe and and see the wise fellows play. You know, play one of their gigs. But uh, but now I just have to imagine it. But. We all do, Andrews. We all do. Hey. <laughs> Is that a Wise Fellow song? Oh, you're playing, uh, sorry. I want to fly. Yeah, you're playing Freebird. Freebird. <laughs> Dan Callisher on the pedal steel. <laughs> That's what's going on. Okay, well, and with that, it's time for us to fly. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit Radio8Ball.com, where you'll find the Radio 8 blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Show. It's a good show.